Please be advised that this episode may contain strong language and spoilers. Hello and welcome to What The Forks, a podcast in which we revisit a teenage obsession, Stephanie Meyer's Twilight Saga. We're finding out if our love for this series will shine eternal or crumble to ash under close inspection. I'm Chloe. I'm Isaac. And in this episode, we're talking about the first film in the franchise, 2008's Twilight. I know we say this every time, we're like, we're back, we're back, but we're literally back and we're doing a whole brand new format. It's films! It feels like a real new beginning. This feels fresh. Born again. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It feels exciting, it feels young. I just want to say that we don't feel fresh or excited or young. (laughs) (laughs) None of the above. Oh god, it's so hot. But how are you? I'm good. I'm honestly just overwhelmed with excitement. We're about to watch the movies. I know! We painstakingly went through (laughs) the whole book saga, and now we're going to do the films. So I have a bit of a a worry. Mm -hmm. I haven't told you about it, so I'm going to say it now. (laughs) I am worried about your love for Kirsten Stewart and my pure, utter hatred. I think it's going to get in the way. I'm not as worried about that as I am about the fact that you continue to call her Kirsten Stewart. I know it has crossed my mind that Mm. you are not a fan, and I am. Mm. But I don't think either of us are alone. The only thing that concerns me is that I may have been surreptitiously turning our Instagram account into a K-Stew fan account behind your back. Yeah, no, I've noticed a lot of our feeds... Oh, her face. Now, I'm I not enjoy denying... enjoy seeing her face. She's got a good face. Let's see how we go. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. So, before we press play on the film, this mm. is something we're doing a little bit differently this time. Obviously, with the books, we came armed with notes. I'm quite nervous for the fact that I've done no preparation. I think that's great. I Literally, like it when we wing it. nothing is colour-coded. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I don't know where I am. So we are literally about to sit down and watch this movie. For me, this is the first time I've watched this film since... I'm going to guess around 2012. Shit. I take it from your reaction, you've seen it more recently. Oh, yeah. (laughs) When did you last watch it? Because, so I have certain friends that like to see it at least once a year, like the whole saga. Twilight. So not this this year. year, I don't think so, but definitely last year. I'm not proud of this, though. (laughs) I could probably write you the script. It's that bad. Your first memory of seeing this film. Oh, I remember. Do you? Yeah, very vividly. We were so excited that the films were coming out. I remember when it was released, who was going to be Bella and who was going to be Edward. And we were these young teens anticipating this film. It was at Christmas. We were so excited because this was going on during Harry Potter, but Harry Potter was coming to an end. So it was nice to have another thing to be really excited so about. To transfer your obsession. <laughs> yeah. It's the only healthy way to do it. Yeah. Um, and we bought the cinema tickets and your dad took us and we went I to didn't Lincoln. remember this yeah we went to Lincoln Odeon and we watched Twilight for the first time not just me and you was it me and you I don't I wonder if your siblings came with us they might have oh that's um, us. But, but your dad was definitely there I think I really really maybe even more so than the books rejected and suppressed my memories of being 
a fan really? of this film saga. Because you really liked it. I really... Oh, this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember really us did. coming out and me being like, so what did you think? Because I wasn't as impressed as you were. I loved it. Yeah. And again, right from that ripe young age, <laughs> you did not like Kristen Stewart's no. performance. And I really did. Oh, and I really can't wait for you to watch it again. I would say that this film, the first one, I've probably seen more than the others. Yeah. I got it on DVD. I had the scene where Edward saves Bella from mm-hmm. oh, you had that poster. Tyler's truck. Yeah. I had that poster up on my bedroom wall in quite a prominent position. I it was remember. like the first thing you saw when yeah. you walked into the room. I thought that scene was iconic. I'm so excited. We're back at the beginning. That's the we other are. thing that makes me excited yes. is that we've now read through the entire saga. Yeah. It's quite exciting to go back to the beginning. Yeah, because um, I feel where we left off with Breaking Dawn, we were quite happy with Bella. A little bit. Like, you know, she's gone like, through it. Yeah. She's become a vampire. Great. Now we're back to basic Bella. <laughs> we're about to see her Oh my god, Anna Kendrick is in the films! Oh, it's all flooding back. There's too much. There's too much. We can't sit here and just go through it. We're going to... Well, that's exactly what we're going to do. We need to see it first. We have to press play. So we're going to have to leave you. We're going to press play. And uh, I mean, if you want to play along, (gasps) this is the moment. Play along, guys. Make some notes. Pause now. Yeah. Go see the film. Grab some food. Grab a friend. Dear God, get some wine. And yeah, this is us signing off. We'll see you in... Oh, Jesus, it's long. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you in two hours and two minutes. Fuck my life! (laughs) I thought it was shorter. It was was an hour and a half. I was about to say, I thought it'd be like 92 minutes. How can you have two hours and two minutes of that book? Okay, well, we'll see you then. This is us. Chinese is coming. Okay, you go to the door, get the Chinese. I'll get the wine out of the freezer. We're about to press play. See you on the other side. Bye, guys. Bye. So we're back. Yeah, we've just watched it. We've just been through something. Yeah. So we opted to stream the movie rather than purchase a DVD. (laughs) Because, I mean, I don't want anybody knowing I've bought it. But your internet? Oh my god. So what, what would you say, every three minutes? It would just stop and we'd have to refresh the page? It would give us a false sense of security like halfway through. (laughs) It was torture. Oh, okay. The initial reaction. Tell me, Isaac. You know what? I had fun. Yeah, but that's the thing. You can have fun. (laughs) (laughs) We always have fun. (laughs) Right? So what's the problem? But the problem is... The films. (laughs) (laughs) I'm left overall not hating that film. Mm. As far as teen dramas go... I don't know, you've seen it more recently... Yeah. You were speaking along to several of the lines. Oh, I told you I could write the script. <laughs> so no, nothing new for you? Right, it's very fun to watch and take the piss out of. Okay. And we should have been playing a good drinking game, I think. So just in case you've not watched the film, here is the IMDb plot summary for Twilight. Bella Swan has always been a little bit different. Never one to run with the crowd, Bella never cared about fitting in with the trendy girls at her Phoenix, Arizona high school. 
When her mother remarries and Bella chooses to live with her father in the rainy little town of Forks, Washington, she doesn't expect much of anything to change. But things do change when she meets the mysterious and dazzlingly beautiful Edward Cullen. For Edward is nothing like any boy she's ever met. He's nothing like anyone she's ever met. Period. <laughs> He's intelligent and witty. And he seems to see straight into her soul. Intelligent and witty? In no time at all, they are swept up in a passionate and decidedly unorthodox romance. Unorthodox, because Edward really isn't like the other boys. He can run faster than a mountain lion. (laughs) (laughs) He can stop a moving car with his bare hands. Oh, and he hasn't aged since 1918. Like all vampires, he's immortal. That's right. Vampire. <laughs> Who wrote this? I honestly don't know. This says here, uh, written by Summit Entertainment. Oh my goodness. And he doesn't drink human blood. Though Edward and his family are unique among vampires in that lifestyle choice. To Edward, Bella is that thing he has waited 90 years for. <laughs> a soulmate. <laughs> but the closer they get the more Edward must struggle to resist the primal pull of her scent, which could send him into an uncontrollable frenzy. (laughs) Somehow or other, they will have to manage their unmanageable love. A modern, visual and visceral Romeo and Juliet story of the ultimate (laughs) forbidden love affair between vampire and mortal. So that is the IMDb summary for the Twilight movie. (laughs) It was released in 2008 with a screenplay by Melissa Rosenberg and directed by Catherine Hardwick. So now we're going to go through scene by scene what happened in the film. Do we have to do scene by scene? No, we really don't. (laughs) I really don't think we should. Maybe not scene by scene, but just... We're going to muddle through what we had just had to witness. Opening scene. Oh yeah, the deer. I love it. You would. I liked the deer. I thought it was a nice use of the prologue. What do you think about the narration? Yeah, see, you agree with me. I think it's all right. Mm. It's necessary. How else are we going to get this exposition? I suppose. Because we see the nuzzling little deer, and then it hears something, and it's running, and then yeah. it's caught by a man. We just see that, and then like a flash of light. Bye-bye, Bambi. And then Bella's voiceover takes us through to hot, hot... Her face. Arizona. (laughs) With her eyes shut. Is it because of the brown contact lenses? Yeah. She's got beautiful eyes in real life. Why did they do that? Do you know? Well, because Bella has brown eyes and it's a big thing that she has brown eyes. Does she say that? Yeah, it's throughout the whole book. No, I remember now. But I don't think that would have made that much difference. No one would have known. No, there would have been an uproar. They got away with it with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, there was an uproar at the beginning, though, because he doesn't have green eyes. But Daniel Radcliffe has beautiful eyes. So does Kristen Stewart. Yeah, but they're more, like, sultry. They're not, like, Bella's Which would be great for Bella. Bella is not sultry! Well, but she is to Edward. No! She's sultry. She's sexy without meaning to be. She's like, whoops, I've stumbled into sexy. That she never stumbles into sexy. I disagree. So we see Bella holding a fucking cactus in her hand until she gets to her bedroom in Forks. I've done that. Not in <laughs> Forks. But seeing this, I've had quite a personal revelation watching this. Mm. 
is Bella the reason I like cactuses? Cacti. I have. I really hope that's not true. Just the one cactus that I've been very attached to <laughs> since 2013, and I've carried him from house to house. In your left hand, whilst your dad is driving you. Like once, yeah. <laughs> but Aww. he's been on the train, he's been on the tube, he's yeah. travelled on foot across Guildford. But then also I remember a very clear cactus scene in Juno. And I wonder whether it's maybe Juno is Let's the reason. Let's say it's Juno. So then Bella's with Charlie and she's arrived in Forks and Charlie, bless him, is showing her the house. She hasn't been there in ages. And she's just like, one bathroom. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And so flashing back to our first episode, I think, when we talked about, uh, you talked about Bella being quite passive aggressive. Yeah, she is. She's taking revenge out on her parents. For the divorce, which is obviously still bothering her. Mm. It's interesting in a film how evident that is. Or maybe it's just because I'm more aware of it this time. Maybe we think about it more. But, you know, if you choose to believe that, it would give more depth to Bella and God knows she needs it. There are a few moments, the things with the, the hair in the car. The hair, yeah. Which I actually think, because when I first saw that scene, I was a bit like, oh, that's a bit forced. But actually, that is what it's like when you're talking to your estranged father. It is quite a good line. It's, yeah, I think it's one that me, really sticks with people. Yeah. I think Billy Burke helps. Yeah, he does. He's... He brings a little bit of humour to Charlie. And he's sexy. sexy. Yeah. yeah, it just, yeah, he's... Go, Charlie. Yeah. Excellent casting, I think. We meet... Billy Black and Jacob. Jacob Black. Yeah, there he is. Really quickly. Oh, and apparently Bella remembers them. <laughs> <laughs> One major difference between the book and the film we're noticing so far is Bella's memory. Yeah, she has some. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, helpful. I suppose maybe just because on a film you don't have time for her to constantly be like, oh, no, I don't know, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, we spend all that time together. Yeah. Jacob's cute. Jacob is cute. He's such a good smile. Yeah. I think great casting mm, for this film. For the film, yeah. yeah. The yeah. wig isn't awful when he wears the hat. Ah, and quite often he's in that kind of beanie hat. Yeah, which so it's all good. I assume that's intentional. Then she goes to school. Yeah, that slow motion scene with her fiddling with her timetable. Why? It wasn't slow motion. The scene wasn't put into slow motion. Yes, it was. No, she was just moving slowly. No! <laughs> no, because I remember you saying, why slow motion? And I was like, it, it's not in slow motion. She's just walking slowly. No, she isn't. It's like stilted. Maybe that was just the Netflix no, connection. No, it was the scene. It was like the music was slowing down. Or like, it's a whole thing. And then Eric, like he does this move and then it gets it back into... Oh, okay. Because she's in her head oh, with a she's time like table. In her own head. She's like, oh my God, it's the first day of school. Drowning in anxiety. Gaslighting me, man. Telling me I didn't see what I saw. <laughs> Why is Eric the first person we meet? And why is Eric wearing a tie? Why is Eric such a douche? Is he a douche? He's such a douche. He he wants to make the front page of this new arrival. That's not nice. I don't think his intentions are that bad. It's bad Mm. in the sense that he's just purely ogling this girl because she's new. And it's just, you know, a load of boys. Calls her baby. Yeah, but he calls everyone baby. I don't know, I hate that. I, I don't mean to defend the ridiculous panting oh, boy. Oh, so much panting. The boys in this film. So grotesque and really not well represented. I know high schoolers, like, it's... 
a tough mm. time. But I don't remember boys when we were at school being like baby, homegirl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's this kind my of my Bella or like my whoever. For me, it was more like the the way they behaved yeah. seemed really over the top to me. It's I wonder whether it's just to try and really highlight that Edward is a hundred years old. <laughs> But there were several occasions yeah. we had the boy on the beach chasing a girl with a bit of hose pipe yeah. or like something, basically something floppy. We have Eric with the, hey Bella, a worm. worm. Look, a worm. <laughs> I'm like, wow, these boys are waving floppy penises. Yeah, in women's faces. Yes, in like half these scenes. Yeah, it's the like... men who are, skimming a little bit ahead, but the men who are a massive group and try and kind of... Well, yeah, they're like the sinister flip side Yeah, but of they're it. like, at, at the dress shop, they're like, hey! Yeah. yeah, but then even like Mike, when Charlie Charlie and Bella are eating at the diner, oh, yeah. and he's Mike's like... ass in the window. Yeah, and he's like rubbing his butt against yeah. the window where Charlie and Bella are eating. And Charlie's like, oh, he's got a big smile for you. Yeah. They're like toddlers. Yeah. And I don't want to defend men, but they're not all like that. I can see the point it's trying to make. But this is it, the it's... thing. This was the problem with the books. They were very 2D, very like, oh. Yeah. And they just all love Bella. It's not a problem that's unique to the film. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to see it played out because a lot of that is not stuff that was in the book. It's stuff that has been developed further for the film. It's, it's the kind of behaviour... All these boys are basically like a, a bunch of chimpanzees. <laughs> yeah. And then the girls are, are kind of not much better, just still. And then it just makes the <laughs> vampires look like the only adults, I guess. I suppose. Even though they yeah. are acting like normal teenagers. And then I would. guess that makes Bella fit in more, but it just seems it just seems a bit much. Yeah. And then the first class we see Bella have is um, Jim. Coach Clap. Coach Clap is a woman. <laughs> hey. I can Why only assume. I glanced a woman who was clearly a staff member. I have decided that's Coach Clap. We have a female <laughs> teacher at Fork Time. Thank God. But uh, that's where we first meet Mike and Jess because Bella hits the ball in Mike's head and Mike turns around and it's very disappointing. Mm. And are you you're just insulting the face of Michael Welch? Um, yes. I thought he was kind of cute. I mean, like, he's not my type. With the right personality, he might be yours. I don't like blondes. No, look, look what he looks like now. No. Oh, okay. That's more your type. Maybe it is. <laughs> a bit of a beard, a bit of a beard, he looks good. And as soon as Bella and Mike are talking, who, <laughs> like, perks up. Jess! Oh, I love her so much. Good job, Anna. Oh, such excellent casting. Yeah, she does a really good job. You immediately understand the dynamic yeah. between her and Mike and what she thinks of Bella. Yeah. Oh, Very well effortless. done. I know it's like a two-dimensional bitchy character, but she does it really well. I think she's very good, and yeah. I think that she owned this. She did. She stole the scene she was in. Yeah. And she stole the scene in the next scene, for me personally. Shiny new toy. Shiny new toy. <laughs> We're in the yeah, cafeteria for yeah. lunch. As the Cullens start to walk in, oh, yeah. they've been discussing about the feature in the paper. So Eric <laughs> wants to put Bella on the front page of the paper. Yeah. And Bella's like, no, no, no. What you need to do is... Discuss eating disorders. Discuss eating disorders. Bella would know all about that. And then she says, speedo padding on the swim team. And as the camera like is panning down and the Cullens are walking in, I just hear Jessica and Angela going, talk about Olympic side. <laughs> They're just discussing... I didn't hear 
that? The bulges of the swim team. Oh my god. Olympic sized swimmer cock. Anna Kendrick is marvellous. Just again, we have her little moment of. Um, oh yeah. Apparently, no one here is good enough for him. <laughs> I mean, not that I care. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant performance. Excellent. His little smirk is appreciated too. And oh, Edward's little smirk hear... because he can hear her thoughts. Yeah. Or he can hear actually what she's saying. Yeah. But also her thoughts. God, how arrogant must he be? If everyone fancies Edward Cullen and he's got to listen to that all day. <laughs> the, the fan makes an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> there was no fan in the novel. No, because you don't need it. He can smell her scent. He has heightened senses. But... For cinema, did we not need that visual of the hair flipping in the fan? Did we? Well, because otherwise it would have been like she just walked in. She could have just tossed her hair or something, or like her hair moved across her face. And we would have had like a close-up of it, and maybe like a sound effect. It was so OTT. And him like gripping the table and grabbing his mouth. Oh my god. (laughs) And her face, like what? I'm going to sit next to that. And these first few moments are the moments when she really latches on and really starts to fall in love with this guy. Why? I don't know, because it's not made very clear in the film. His face. (laughs) He looks like he's going to kill her. Well, he is. He looks like a broken Furby. (laughs) That's what I thought when I looked at him. You know when your Furby was running out of battery? He never was allowed one. You were not allowed one. No. Is that because your parents were concerned about the government listening to everything? Furbies could, like, apparently learn words, and I wonder right. if it was, like, the early noughties version of right. putting tape over your webcam. Also, he looks extremely constipated. They can't go, so it makes sense. So he's looking constipated and she's hyperventilating. It's, uh, it's a great shot. There is so much breathing. <sighs> it's ridiculous. <sighs> yeah. Also, can I, side note, did you get a look at Edward's notebook? I've never noticed it before. No. So pretentious. It's one of those fabric ones with, like, a ribbon to tie it up. Like so, a full-on journal. Yeah, you're like, that's not for your bio notes, is it? I don't know what scene comes next. All I've written is Bella loves a men's bowling shirt over a long-sleeved grey tee. Yeah, so what happens after this is she bumps into him again before that. Edward, after his constipation, mm-hmm. has got a really bad headache and is like, I can't do this every bio lesson because I have it every day. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so he tries to reschedule, but it doesn't really work out and he loses his temper, which is not like Edward. You said this a couple of times while we were watching it, that Edward wasn't quite the character that you were expecting to see from the book. No, he's not. Even though Edward is very problematic, my teenage self was still in love with him. I was team Edward. And he was charming and patient and he dazzles people and he flirts with the women at the desk and he gets his way by being charming not by being hostile and rude he didn't actually lose his temper with her in the book did he no he said oh well i understand there's nothing you can do yeah exactly i don't know i suppose from my recent reading of the book this seems in character he's a man grappling for power over those around him and when he doesn't get it He uh, throws his uh, toys out of the pram. 
But I feel like he becomes a bit more manipulative throughout the books when we learn a bit more about him, whereas in Twilight, it's this facade of this charming Or at least it should be. This is the thing. I suppose it's interesting that in a film where you can really manufacture a feeling using Mm. music and colour and set and all of this stuff, there's less room for interpretation, potentially. Mm. You could argue there's less room for interpretation in a film. Mm. But yes, it's interesting that we are still able to clearly see an abuser in the film when really he's supposed to be our romantic lead. Yeah. And they could have made choices to, you know, to edit, to make him... Yeah, he's supposed to be this pristine character. Edward does no wrong. (laughs) But he just comes across as a prick. And that's why I think, especially re-watching it this time, you're like, why does she like him? I honestly don't know why she likes him. If someone acted like that the first time they ever met you, you wouldn't be like, you left. Where did did you go? (laughs) (laughs) Your impressions of those two are just... (laughs) Oh, um. (laughs) (laughs) So Charlie doesn't cook, so Charlie takes Bella to his favourite restaurant, where I think he just eats every day, and he's got good friends there, including Stephanie Meyer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we introduce these characters that are not in the book, because there is a different plot. Waylon. Subplot, yeah, going on in the film. Mm -hmm. Why this choice? And I'm not saying that in a bad way, no. like we usually do. Yeah. <laughs> but because I think it's quite a good one. Um, I'm just. I guess to just introduce the fact that there are dangerous vampires, it's not all good. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger world out there. I think when we get the scene of. I, I think he's an unnamed character, the, yeah. the man who gets attacked in the. Yes, the first Factory killing. Or, mm. or power plant or, or something like mm. that. I thought it was quite a cool horror scene or thriller. It's got that suspense. You don't see a lot. There's that shot from beneath them Mm. when they're like up through kind of a mesh floor and you can see the shapes above. Mm. So there's like things are being hidden from the viewer that you're seeing just enough to know that something violent is happening. I wonder whether it's just to make it clearer earlier on that this is a vampire movie and that you're going to be seeing vampires. This isn't just a Jane Austen romance. <laughs> and the the looming threat of danger before we have even heard that Edward is a vampire. Yeah, and, you know, just they're not meant to be. They're from different worlds. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, Edward doesn't return for a couple of days, and then he does return, and Bella thinks, all right, it's time to be confrontational. And he's like, I went away. <laughs> This is back in biology class. Oh, it's the only class they have together. So they uh, talk and he asks her about the weather and uh, just so you know, mm. Bella no likey any cold wet thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> she doesn't like any cold wet thing. And he does like a... <laughs> and she's like, what? He's like... Nothing. You wouldn't get it. Don't worry about it. It's my dick. We hear their love theme for the first time. Oh, the lullaby. When they're sharing the microscope. Yeah, utter wank. It's the first conversation and it's so uninspiring. Well, it's hard. They're talking about onions. Yeah, they, they, there's a competition going on in biology class to know, you know, what kind of onions 
Is it going on? I don't, I don't, I don't know. The cells? <laughs> the cells of the onion? I don't know. What kind of onions the, are going on? The layers? I don't know. No, I just do biology. It's about, it's something to do with the cells. I said cells? Yeah. Prophase, anaphase. <laughs> That's yeah, all they say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it means. But you got to win a golden onion. That's very exciting. From Mr. What's-His-Face. I don't, can't remember. Oh, because he doesn't jab anyone. <laughs> He's the teacher, yeah. but in the book, we would have reported for jabbing a student without yeah. asking permission first. <laughs> Can I jab you, please? <laughs> well, like, you know, are you going to faint? Do you have anemia? <laughs> are you... Oh, that's my one of my favourite scenes in the book, and it doesn't get to be on the film. Exactly, when she yeah. faints yeah. at the sight of blood. Yeah, so it's really uninspiring, this chat, but they do win the onion. I was just very, I was happy for her. I thought she needed that boost. Where is she going to keep it? She is going to put it in the next chicken enchilada she makes for Charlie. <laughs> but it's spray painted gold. You can peel it. I suppose. Will it be okay? I assume it'll be okay. Oh, I In the hallway, we have two important questions. The first is, why have your eyes changed colour? I was like, that's kind of full on for their first conversation. Why have your eyes changed colour? Yeah, I don't know if I would ask that. I think I'd be being a bit rude. You would ask. The second question, how many times a minute does Kristen Stewart blink? She is a blinker. There is so much blinking. It's because the contacts. Do you think it's the brown contacts? She's that, like... No, I think it's a character choice. I think she's decided that Bella is a keen blinker. She's got what, muscular eyes. What eyelids. does that add? Just for... for I bet, are you alright? Like, you're asking me if I'm wearing contacts. Bella has great hair. She has great hair in this film. It's a shame about the others. Mm. Mm Mmm. Edward's hair is bad, bad, bad and brown. Yeah, not copper, is it? Boring. Car park. Your favourite scene. I love Bella's gloves. That's because you would wear them. I would wear... Everything that Bella wears. Literally everything that Bella wears in this whole film. Except maybe the prom dress. Oh, you look good in the prom dress. Thank you. It's the layers at the bottom. I would have preferred a straight down... Maybe backless number. Mm, that'd be a bit boring, though. It wouldn't really do Not anything. on me. So Edward saves Bella's life. Yes, car smash. Bang! Tyler's, Tyler's skidding. Like, oh my god, Bella, I'm so sorry. I know that girl's like, I've got 911 on the phone. Uh-huh. So, well, hang up. Clearly, <laughs> everyone's fine. Done. Carlisle's entrance. Kind of sexy. Hey, daddy. Swinging those double doors in his light blue shirt with his light blue tie. That walk and that swagger and he's like, I heard the chief was a down or whatever he says. And you're like, oh, hi, girl. Chief's daughter came in. Have a look up. Let me shine this light in your eyes. (laughs) You might have PTSD. (laughs) Bella confronts Edward at the hospital. Yes, in the hallway. And he gaslights her. Why is Edward there? Why is Edward at the hospital? Because he also... Was nearly hit by a truck. But he left the scene of the crime. He ran away. Yes. And then he's, like, he's. I hope you have disappointment. Oh, yes, because he's like, You're not going to. This is from the book as well. You're oh, not going to let this go, are you? And she's like, No, I'm not. And he says, Well, I hope you like disappointment. And you can see in her face she does. Yeah, she loves it. She's like, Oh, that gets me off every time. I mean, can we judge? Why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> We've just read all four books. And yet we come back. Why? <laughs> Just watch the film adaptations. We're no better than she is. <laughs> oh. oh no! Oh, and this is when 
So at night, after this whole debacle of her, you know, nearly dying, she has her first dream of Edward, which is actually code for Edward is in your fucking room watching you sleep. Yes. And I didn't think it was possible, but this is creepier on film than it is in the book. It's so creepy. And maybe it's because of the lighting. And obviously we know something's wrong with this character. I think it's just Robert Pattinson standing in the corner of a room (laughs) watching you sleep. No one wants that. I don't know. I'm sure he's very nice. It doesn't matter how nice someone is. Stop trying to excuse it. If you're... No, he's not even your boyfriend. If He's just a creepy guy. He saved your life, but he doesn't really like you. And he just wants you to shut up. You're not really sure whether he saved your life or whether he put your life in danger in the first place. And then we go on a school trip. We do. Didn't happen in the books. Nope. A biology field trip. There is some excellent background dialogue here. I can only assume that the actor who plays the teacher... Yeah. Uh, I don't know Made his name. I can only assume it's his yeah. ad-libbing because there are some great lines, including, like, don't eat that, it's for the plants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Compost is cool. Yeah. Strong work. Bella actually eats food, though. Edible art. Edible, edible art. When you say eats food... She holds a little bit of celery. I think it's cucumber. Celery in the first scene. Oh. And then she actually takes a bite out of a piece of cucumber in this scene Mm. and then goes over to arrange her edible art. Like, can you... I don't feel like in our school cafeteria we were able to go up for seconds. It's not I'm like sure a buffet. If like, but you have, you'd have to pay. No, but maybe she to... maybe she took someone else's cucumber. Then she's like, okay, I suppose I'll go get my food, which I won't yeah. eat because I'm just gonna play which around with it. She still stood at the counter. Like, has she paid for that yet? She's got her hands all over those I tomatoes. I don't know how it works. And is that raw cauliflower? Like, <laughs> no, I thought it was um corn, like the not like a corn husk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. Where the push I? baby. Mike. In a wetsuit. That's it. That's all. Most beautiful name. guy in the entire film is the um, one of Jacob's friends who's oh. got the spaces. Spaces. What are they called? Oh, the like the yes, like the tunnels. Yes. What are, I don't know what they're called. I don't know what spaces? they're called. Spaces. Spaces. He is beautiful. He's stunning. Who is that? I don't know. He's definitely not a new moon. I wonder if we could find him. Maybe he has an Instagram we can stalk. Then we've got these flashbacks, yeah. the, the kind of visualisation of the the ancient Quileute people meeting with vampires, which are clearly the Cullens, dressed in like tweedy kind of... Yeah, we're about to go fox hunting. Yeah, they needed a couple of beagles. <laughs> yeah, and horses. Of, yeah. My next note is just by Waylon. He died. I found it hard to care because... Well, like, he we, wasn't... He wasn't in the book. He wasn't in the book. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we weren't invested. Charlie was like, meh. Oh, Charlie cares. No, he does care, but when we see him, Bella does not remember him. Bella goes to Port Angeles with Jessica and uh, Angela. Um, and then that's when these creepy guys follow her from the bookshop. It's always night time when Bella arrives at these places. And yeah. uh, she comes out of the bookshop and the creepy guys are there and it gets all a bit ropey and then screech of a car. But first Bella kicks them. Oh yeah. She, she fights back. Yeah, and she was thinking, in the book she thinks about it, she's like, what's the move to hit them in the balls? But then at that point Edward arrives, whereas in the film... She gets a good kick yeah, in. Yeah, she does. And then the screech of a car and Edward is there. I like it. We've got a feistier Bella. I don't know, the rescuing didn't feel so damsel in distress. It, like, yes, she would have been in major trouble had he not shown up. 
but she wasn't just... Gonna take it. She wasn't just gonna cry. Yeah. She was ready to fight. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah. Uh, to be in. Not that, you know what I mean, she would be any less if she wasn't able to fight. It just feels a bit more active. She feels like less of a passive character. Yeah. But which she's, I appreciate. She's, but she's a bit odd. She's a bit more odd in the film, I feel. Oh, really? Yeah. I think she's suitably odd. I think she is... Bella is not an easy role to play. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there now. <laughs> she's not. She's unhinged. They should both put seatbelts on. <laughs> such a weird exchange. I'm gonna turn around and rip those guys' heads off. You need to say something to make me not do that. And she's like, put your seatbelt on. And he's like, you should put your seatbelt on. <laughs> they should both be wearing yeah, seatbelts. Seriously, like, guys. Very... Especially with the way he's driving. Yeah. Very irresponsible, and I yeah. understand vampire super reflexes etc yeah still bella is the worst friend ever we we waited but we were getting hungry fair enough guys yeah my rule in my life is if i have to wait more than half an hour i'm not waiting interesting half Mm. an hour yeah that's what i'll give you then i'm gone they go to dinner they go to dinner Bella gets up to leave. Yes. That was another Both thing. Both of us were like, yes. Uh, when he, that's after he gives the answers. They're like yeah. stupid. Like he's making fun of her with these answers. Yeah. And she just stands up. She's like, right, cool, fine. If you're not going to yeah. engage with me like a decent human being, I'm going to leave. And he has to tell her to sit down and he has to start opening up. <sighs> so angsty though. Both of them. He's like, don't, don't leave. And there's just so many faces. <laughs> they both need to do less. Yeah. It's an awful lot of face Just acting. Just a lot of straining and And a lot forcing. of sighing. Yeah. This is another scene that where the whole thing is like... <sighs> and yet also such lust. No, I, I thought it lacked. Oh. It's the first time I've watched it where I'm like, God, there's just nothing. Doesn't I work. feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he has cold hands. <gasps> what does it mean? I'm so over it. Then they go to the police station because Charlie's car is still there and Carlisle's car is there. Carlisle and Charlie are both at the police station and we realise that Waylon is dead. And that moment propels Bella into what I have dubbed her Google fever dream. I still love it. I remember clearly seeing it in the cinema. I remember you loving it. Yeah, her done up as the old-timey vampire victim and Edward uh, feeding off her. Mm. Very cool, very classic. Uh, feels great in my eyeballs. And so she realises what he is. And so then we have our favourite <laughs> They go out into the woods. Yeah, the uh, the revelation. How long have you been 17? A while! We get and... the zipline run. <laughs> we get the sparkly naked man. Disco ball. We get the monkey tree boy. Yeah. And then we get the meadow bluebells. We get the meadow. And we start to get a bit of Edward's history. We get yeah. a very sexually charged flashback to Carlisle biting Edward. That is sexy. And that is sexier than the flashback of him doing it to Esme. I agree. Yeah. I, it was... I said. Yeah. I said. It's there. We get to the Cullen's house. It's not like in my head at all. No. It doesn't look like it did in my head. No. But that's fine. It's not necessarily wrong. It mm. looks okay. And then there's a massive wooden cross. It's not mentioned. No. But I'm really pleased it's there and I'd never noticed it before. Yeah. That is the big wooden cross that Carlisle <laughs> carried on his back across the English Channel. <laughs> and then throughout Europe. Yeah. Esme cooks. Rosalie smashes a bowl with her bare hands. With her gloved hands. 
And then we've got uh, Tinkerbell and Edward Scissorhands arrive. Basically, this is just us meeting everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, we both were quite surprised we liked his bedroom. It's just filled with his music, his cool record player, jukebox, CDs. I liked it more than I thought I would. From reading the book, I had pictured something stupid. And in the film, it was all right. Yeah. I was was like, oh, I never really took notice before. But yeah, this is good. This is, yeah, this is Edward. Then they climb a tree. They get the smoke machine out and play piano. (laughs) The amount of smoke. I like Catherine must like have paid for. Know, yeah, what was the dry ice budget? Honestly, it was massive black room with smoke and a white leather sofa for her on to fire? lay on. Is it fog? Is it I fog think, drifting is it like in? Mist from the sun going into this dark room and where he is playing their lullaby. They leave all the windows open because they don't feel it. Yeah. <laughs> Both of Bella's parents want to talk to her about boys. Yes. Interesting, but she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no talking about any boys. She's still keeping it a bit of a secret. Well, it's a secretive relationship, fair enough. So secretive, in fact, he has to come through the window. And admit that he's been watching her sleep. For a couple of months. <sighs> we talked about this back when we talked about the book. It's not okay. And it's even weirder to see it played out because yeah. Bella's response is kind of like a half smile. There's nothing... In the book, we got the inside of her head... Mm. Kind of freaking out about what she might have said because she speaks in her sleep. It's not okay. It's very creepy. The whole thing is creepy. She needs to run and get away. Yeah. But instead, they start making out and he jizzes his pants. (laughs) He does. I told you. what happens when he jizzes his pants? Flies against the wall. He flies against the wall. (laughs) (laughs) He decides it's probably time to get her to play baseball with his family. Yeah. Yeah. In order for Bella to go play baseball, she needs to tell people that she's dating him. Mm, I suppose, yeah. So we get the shot of Charlie cleaning his gun. America is scary. And it's another phallic symbol. It's, uh, I don't like it. The gun thing. Mm, It's it's a cheap joke with the, like, yeah. Snapping the... I don't know. I don't know how guns... Snapping like, the gun you know, you and flipping the bird. The, <laughs> clicking the hatch and, um, I and don't know, flicking the he's... barrel. <laughs> he's, yeah, doing that thing yeah, under his gun. It's a cliche. But whatever. We get through it. And then we have these baseball outfits. Okay, now here's where the plot really begins. <laughs> Just like <laughs> yeah. in the book. Yeah. Here's where the story starts. Yeah. Because uh, we've got more dry ice. <laughs> This time of like a more music video proportion, yeah. and we've got three nomads on a travelator from an airport. <laughs> they arrive. It goes well at first. Yeah, they're gonna play together, and Edward and Bella are gonna leave. But hey, the big fan comes back. Ruins so Bella's, everything. Yeah, Bella's hair gets whipped in the wind again. James gets a whiff. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, you brought a snack." <gasps> so much snarling. I, I really don't like the Teeth snarling. Bashing. It's a thing, isn't it? The vampire snarling. And I don't hate it as much in other things. Is it because they don't have fangs? I think it's because they don't have fangs. Yeah. Because they look so completely human, it's hard to think of them as demon or animal. Mm. Whereas in other films and shows where there's that kind of vampire snarl, they look otherworldly, so it makes more sense for them to behave in a non-human way. I found this really jarring. 
So now it's a game, because James is like, a human, I want it. And Edward's like, no, I love it. And Bella's like, what the fuck? So they get in the truck. They get in the truck and Bella's like, I've got it, I've got it. <laughs> then she does some acting. She says some really helpful things and I understand it's the only way, but it's, it hurts. Because he's really, he's like, I, I'll be more fun. We'll do more stuff together. Billy Burke does a really good job. So she breaks Charlie's heart and yeah. then in the car, on the way back to the Cullen house, she gets a glimpse of the life she could have had. Yeah, that was an interesting shot. Yeah, just her friends coming out yeah. of... That the... restaurant, that one restaurant yeah. in Florida. A little bit sad. I thought it was a really well-placed little mm. moment in a scene. Yeah, some normalcy that I guess she'll just never have. Yeah. Then they go on the run. Lots of shots contrasting Forks with Phoenix. Mm. We get the orange, dry sand palm trees. Mm. And we get the lush, green, blue, Yeah, wet. very rich in colour, actually, yeah. the whole film. Yes, and usually the whole thing is, I mean, it's quite notorious for being blue the whole thing has this filter over it mm. of blue but it's used really well i think when contrasting yeah between same. phoenix and forks it's decided that bella jasper and alice will go to phoenix and wait for the others when james has like followed their trail but unfortunately james is clever and realized that it's not actually bella that he's tracking in forks she's gone to phoenix and he's very angry about it. Alice sees the vision. Bella realises it's the studio. And then she gets the call from James. So then we get her escaping. Yeah. And she repeats the prologue again. Yeah. And so we understand that the reason that she's thinking about her death and the way she's going to die is it's going to be to protect her mother. So she arrives at the ballet studio. A really cool scene. Yeah, I'll give it to you. There's some dodgy wire work, but you know what? It was 2008. That's true. So there is some dodgy, like, flying through the air uh, awkwardness. Yeah. But, but I love the tearing up of the floorboards. Yeah, I love the use of the mirrors. She gets bitten. Oh, yeah. There's, then then the other columns are up. There's lots of blood sniffing, lots of people being like, and like lots of, like, big... <laughs> I suppose. Alice actually doesn't do a big sniff. She has her hand is like shaking and she's like, Carlisle. What I didn't like is the hot mess writhing on the floor. Oh. You have to agree, it is awful. Look, both of our leads let us down in this scene. Oh, yeah, massively. There are several shots where if the camera is not on a close up on Robert Pattinson's face, he's smiling potentially laughing yeah it must have been a really tough one to film especially with her face doing that then we wake up in the hospital hey Everything's finally Renee is there yeah oh she does a good job too oh she's all right oh, I just no, think she's quite nice it's a, it's a bit of a rubbish character like she doesn't I have suppose, a lot but I thought she comes across as very caring and like yeah. good mum voice that's the, that's the thing though it's generic mum I suppose I suppose I yeah. thought she was quite good we all know what happens. Hospital scene, Bella's fine. Then, flash forward to prom. Mm. So very much like the book, we're now in the epilogue of the book. Yeah. Who paid for this prom? I don't know, it that is, is fancy. So fancy. Yeah. An ice sculpture. Who paid for an ice sculpture? I don't, and ha like, I don't know. I really don't know. The main point of the prom is to have the conversation between Bella and Edward where she wants to become a vampire. She's asking him, why didn't you just let James's venom turn me? And he is refusing to do it. And they reach their stalemate. 
they do it on this beautiful little bandstand. Little platform, yeah. With the most unromantic song playing in the background. Yeah, I mean, it sounds great until you listen to the lyrics. Yeah. I was a fat house cat. cat. Two kind of awkward teenage couples dancing and then they both just leave. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah, it's because Catherine Hardwick has gone and couple one go. And couple two follow. Yeah. Like, there is no reason for them to have left at that moment. They're partway no. through a song. Yeah. Also, where are the speakers playing that song? Oh. Is there any music out it's there? It's coming or? from the open window, uh, open doors. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, something I missed. One of the best moments. Oh, Jess's titties. Jess's... <laughs> Sorry? What now? Titties. One more time. Titties. Tits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I appreciated just the nod. Jess is there. She's bought that dress, but she's not wearing the gloves and she's got a new necklace to go with it. It's still not good, but it's better. Mm. But they do like a greet, like where they wave at each other. And just to see Bella, like, complimenting Jess, like silently across the room, mm. she makes like a nice tits kind of yeah. gesture. Made me very happy inside. Queer representation. <laughs> we got a stretch, but I guess there it is. There it is. <laughs> right at the end of the film. <laughs> that is good quality queer representation. Nice titties, Jess. <laughs> yes. As we leave the couple and it's in the final moments and he thinks now it's going to hit the credits. No, Victoria's been at the prom the whole time. She's just watching them. Why? Really weird. It doesn't make any sense. And then that you have that stupid, really cliche shot of her taking she, her hair why, down. Why is she taking her hair down in that moment? What's uh, she going to do? Why, and then walking down the stairs and smiling. Smiling at the camera, yeah. basically. And then it goes black and white. And what that implies to me, that shot, is that the sequel is going to begin with bloodshed at the prom. Mm. Like, what else is she going to do? And I get that... If she had been there in the novel, we wouldn't know because Bella doesn't see her. Mm. But do you not think Edward would notice? Would the like would... you would be able to smell them? Yeah. We don't see them there. We don't see the other Cullens there. But that is Rose and Emmett's final prom. Yeah. They should be there. They would be able to smell her. Alice would have seen her make the yeah. decision to go. It's all very weird. When you add stuff like that, you really yeah. need to think about it. It was a what strong choice. Strong and wrong. Strong and wrong. It was, yeah. No. It's a no from me on that, <laughs> I think. And it's a no from me. Time for a new segment. Welcome to the first ever deliberation session for the Gilded Fork Awards. How, yeah. do, how do we want to do this? Okay, so go by go one category at a time. Yeah, let's do that. So we've got basically we've got a couple of categories yeah. for these awards. We've got some bests, we've got some worsts. Should we start with the bests? Should we mix it up a bit? Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. I like it. The best acting performance. I would like to nominate mm. Anna Kendrick. Particularly for the line <laughs> like I care. I didn't actually put her down, but I should have. Oh, who'd you put? I put Ashley Green. Alice. No, no, I'm willing to fight for Anna Kendrick. I think you're right. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to Anna Kendrick for Twilight. <laughs> Best performance by an actor. 
worst line of dialogue. It's the teacher saying, compost is cool. Anymore? Uh, oh, okay. So my other possible ones were the giggle that Edward does after Bella says any cold, wet thing. You think that's the worst line? Yeah, Edward's giggle, yes. Yeah. <laughs> one of Charlie's opening lines, I guess you grew it out again. Oh, and you know what? Close one is when Rosalie says, my monkey man. Yeah, I've got my monkey man as well. I have Charlie. It's a pretty good study lamp. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good study lamp. Like, Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> Ooh. And one bathroom. Okay, one bathroom is rude. Yeah, and yeah, it's probably a cunt. I think it had a function. Okay, so I think it's between my monkey man and pretty good study lamp. <laughs> Uh, Should we say it on three? Okay. Okay, one, one two, two, three. It's a pretty my good study. Oh, no! no! Okay, fine, I'll give you my monkey man. Yeah, I think because it's said by Charlie, the pretty good study lamp, it made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy it. My monkey man, it doesn't don't approve. Fit. Yeah, no. Rose was not great, not a great character in this film. Best use of music. What did you think? Oh, I didn't look it up. I can't remember the song, but it, I love the scene where it's the introduction of them as an official couple. I put the guitar no. sound that plays in the biology class. Oh, God. It's just... Oh, I can't oh, even think of awful. it now. Okay, so yes, I'm happy to concede to Thank you. Thank you. Best use of music. Spotlight by Mute Math for the scene when Bella and Edward are first arriving in the school as a couple. Yeah. Worst outfit? I think the nomads. The three of them. Oh, all three of yeah, them? Yeah, they're pretty awful. That <sighs> sparkly top Victoria wears when we first see her. Yeah, that's awful. Dire. The recurring sheepskin. Yeah. She never takes that off, actually. No. So I had put the outfit that Rosalie wears with the black gloves when she shatters the bowl. They're bad shoes. It's a massive, really ugly necklace. Mm. It's just too much of everything. Yeah. But I think you're right, just because of the sheer mass of bad fashion. Yeah. The Nomads it is. Congratulations. <laughs> Best use of prop, costume or set piece? The Golden Onion. Yeah, I've got that down too. Is that all you've got down? No, I've also got Bella and her cactus. Oh. <laughs> Sorry to do that to you. <laughs> that cactus did really have an impact on my life. Yeah, clearly. But today I've enjoyed the performance of the Golden Onion more. Yeah. I just really want to know where the placement of that onion is. Where is it gone? Yeah. Where is that onion? Because you know where the cactus is. Do you know that the Twilight House is like uh, like a holiday home you can go to and it's all done up wow. like the Twilight House? I wonder if they have a golden onion in that room. I bet you they don't. Oh, they should. Mm. Because it is now the winner of the best use of a prop, costume, or set piece for the Golden Falk Award. Worst special effect hit me. Whenever a vampire moves. <laughs> Basically, I had just put running, but running, jumping, climbing. Yeah. Flying. To be honest, it's pretty much the only special effect other than like the contact I have, lenses. I have one. Oh. I have the sparkly skin. The, so the tricky thing with the sparkly skin, mm. I don't see how it could have been done better. I know, I do know, but he looks awful when he first shows her. I don't find it as bad as the as the movement. 
Yeah. It didn't completely take me out of it, whereas the running really did. Congratulations, the worst special effects goes to all of vampire movements. <laughs> Here we go, the most palpable sexual tension. Oh, I have three. I've only got one, I've been really good. Oh, okay, so I have between Charlie and Billy. Between Carlisle and Edward. Charlie and Edward. Interesting, when? When he's introducing himself and he's like, yeah, well, Bella... And, like, Charlie's, like, touching his neck and being a little bit awkward. Ooh. Okay. I've got none of those. Oh. I actually put the wood scene. Oh, my fucking God. <sighs> because I thought it was the closest thing to full climax either of them are likely to get. But it was so anticlimactic, which just <sighs> goes to show... <laughs> but the, the sexual tension, I felt like we were really building to something. The way this camera swung around them. Hmm. Okay. I am willing mm. to concede that maybe it is Carlisle and Edward. I think so, because when we watched that straight after, you were like, that was hot. It gave me a flutter. You didn't say that to anything else. Yeah. To Dr. Carlisle Cullen. And his... Sorry. So, <laughs> most unnecessary scene. I think we agree on this already. Mm. Bella and Charlie in the kitchen. Yes, and she's by the sink and she's just pissed off. And and she takes a clean glass, takes a small sip of water from it, empties it and then puts it back where she found it. I just don't understand what that scene was for. Yeah, it lasted less than three minutes. I don't even remember what they say. No. But it was just, a, it was an entire scene where we both went... Charlie's I, just saying, oh, Renee seems happy now with Phil. This Phil oh, yeah. seems nice. And Bella's like, mm-hmm. Which we don't need. No. It, it doesn't have any relevance. We're just hurting Charlie. Please don't hurt Charlie. And that concludes this season's Gilded Fork Awards. Thank you so much for joining us. It's an honour just to be nominated. <laughs> Did you really think we were going to get rid of the Burning Question Time segment? <laughs> no. It's your favourite. It's my favourite. I've got one for you. After watching the film, ignore the books. However, it does feature the author. If you had to put her in any other cameo other than in the restaurant, where would you put her in the film? Honest to God, I think they really missed a trick not putting her in a purple t-shirt and having her be (gasps) that high school administrator. Because that would have given her a line. It would have given her a character. I really didn't appreciate, here's your vegetable plate, Stephanie. Yeah. And she just goes, thanks. She should have been the high school administrator. That would have been much better. I'd kind of like her to have been a dead victim. Oh, but we didn't really get to see any bodies. I suppose not. I suppose not. She could have been, like, an assistant police officer. She could have been a paramedic. She could have been the teacher, the biology teacher. She could have been the golden onion. (laughs) She could have been the waitress at the restaurant. She could have been the waitress, actually, Mm. yeah. Oh, if only. Missed a trick. Missed a trick. She could have been Waylon. (laughs) Waylina. Waylina. Oh, no, Waylina's dead. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for our discussion of the movie Twilight. We'll be back in a couple of weeks to watch its sequel, 2009's The Twilight Saga New Moon. But in the meantime, you can find us on social media at ForksCast. And you can rate, review and subscribe to What the Forks wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, look after yourselves. And remember, 
We love disappointment. Oh. <laughs>